Right, we're here with the hustle and bustle at the uh, Vets MX Donations with the man that uh, just takes on the responsibility. I think that's more a better way of putting it because he can't help himself. Doc Wobbs. Wobbs, this thing's becoming a monster, and every year you and your crew are just building bikes non-stop, it seems. Yeah, I mean, we we use it as a promotion for the, for the business. We don't advertise any case of what we're capable of because I don't think... There's many people doing what we're doing, so we do what we do just to show off what, what's capable of, because a lot of the people in the motocross industry, not industry, the, the customers, uh, they're in the short sport, they're in the sport a short time. So consequently, they don't know who you are. So if you don't keep reminding people <laughs> who you are and what oh, you've done. Come now, everybody knows who you are. Uh, a lot of people on. come and go in the sport yeah. quick, and if you go on the website and you say, we've done all this, we've done all that, and it, it just keeps reminding people who we are and what we're capable of, you know? It's funny how it all pans out in it, like, you know, way back when you started this thing, chasing down the dream in America, doing the thing with Robbie Raynard, you know, one two five national championship and all that stuff and then going on. And here you are, happily married, kids still involved, doing the thing with the bikes in a field in Wiltshire <laughs> and still mad for it I mean everything seems to be going so good at the minute like the whole thing with the super light your Doc Wobb brand yeah. so still at it still enjoying it the business is good the problem is with the current Brexit situation is the exchange rate has basically stopped us dead in the water important from the states is what we've formed the business doing so we're having to branch out and do different stuff so we're looking into manufacturing the super light brand and we're making triple clamps and making linkages and making things when we build bikes if we can't get the parts we make them but with no point making one we make hundred and so we try and sell them we get the price down you know these Yamahas there's nothing out there for them so we have to make everything well now we've got a bunch of bits for them oh mate looking at Mike's bike there I mean I know you do a good job with, with them all but obviously I've got a soft spot for that bike anyway that whole thing to take a pretty much stock bike and turn it into a Chesterfield replica I mean how many hours did that actually take have you recorded it you got it on record I've got no idea basically we built six bikes over the over three months so you divide that up I don't know it, it was we didn't do anything else me and Tony were in the restoration workshop and I do my work emails till about 8am start at 7 8 and I'll be in the workshop till 7pm two of us full time you're, you're meant to be slowing down yeah I know but <laughs> uh, you know I, at the end of the day we built we we had Mike come on board because he wanted to ride a Yamaha, so we, I didn't want to build a 490, so I wanted to build a good 250. So then I, I'm not coming down here with no spares, so rather than collect spares, we build a second bike. We can all sell them. Then Dave King rang up and said, Tedesco's going to ride the second bike. Well, then I've got to build a third one. Because then, then we need spares, and then you know we, we we're trying out our products on these bikes. Yeah. And so if we don't have a backup, which you know we built linkages out of the best material, the best. But if they break, they break. We have to change them out. But so these guys don't break them. Nobody's going to break them. I mean, you've got so much experience, obviously. You know, traveling all around the world as a mechanic and all that kind of stuff. So you put that into the game. Do you? It's a natural progression. We all get older, or whatever. Is there parts of that that you miss? I know you obviously. So you don't miss the travelling anymore. It catches us with it all in the end. But are there, are there sort of buzzes of that, or do you get enough from that from coming to an event like this? Uh, I do miss the the, camar the camaraderie, whatever. Yeah. The, when you're on the road with the guys, yeah. you know the, the road trip stories. Oh, we'll leave that there. But there is a lot of that, and it's like I do miss that. We'll so save that get, for another interview. Exactly, that'd be another whole another story. <laughs> but there's a lot of that, and you know, you we were talking last night about one or two Mitch Payton stories, and I was elaborating on the ones that they said at the 
that, 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 that whiskey throttle show, and I'm yeah. like, there's a bit more to it than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're only just touching the edges. Yeah, exactly. So I added <laughs> a little bit more to it. So there's a lot of fun stories, and, you know, it's. It, I, I, I do miss the guys and also I do this because uh, like Ivan has shared his bike on Instagram Mike shared his bike on Instagram I had a phone call last night from Mitch Payton saying the bikes look good and I'm not just a guy who used to work at Smith 20 years ago I'm, yeah. I'm the guy who builds those and when you've got Ryan Dungey and Jake Wyman and Villapo all commenting on them you know that they know who you are and what you're doing and that's important as well yeah Come. it's kind of cool that you ended up doing what you're doing as well because you know you're in America a lot of time so it's, it's good that you've kept a lot of links and contacts there so you now obviously you got that ability to pick up the phone and you got people in the right places which obviously helps you can't, can't buy that almost can you no but it's a two way street they ring yeah. me plenty yeah yeah I bet they ring, I'm Mitch's go to guy for a lot of stuff yeah. you know what I mean so he ring me I want this I want that can you find me this find out about that yeah. speak to this guy um, I'm not constantly but yeah. whenever that name pokes up on my phone yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like what on earth is going on now what does he want but he's a good egg so yeah. it's um, you know, it's two way street. You can't just ask for stuff. You have to be, you know. And I'm, I'm a lot of American guys go to European dude. Yeah, you yeah. know. So and also, oh, yeah, obviously from back from the magazine days as well. You know, so you built a lot. Of and the likes there. of Ivan. You know, I worked with Ivan at Honda. At, at, yeah. um, Yamaha Troy. So when last year when he was coming, he knew me. He yeah. wasn't walking into a completely alien environment. I dealt with Brownie. I've been good friends with Brownie for a lot of years. Dowdy. I've dealt all these guys. Yeah. I've dealt with in a professional manner. Yeah. And now when they say they're coming here, they're happy to do that. It's good to say though, isn't it? Because I've no doubt, like when you, you know, when you started turning spanners and all that, as a rider, I guess it's the same. You know, you kind of dream big, but there's a part of you that thinks, oh, you know, see where it goes, you never think you're going to get there. Yeah. Here you are all these years. Well, yeah, I mean... Friends to the mechanic to the stars. Exactly, but then, you know, I started out, I was just a kid living in Worcester, my dad wasn't into it, nobody was into yeah. it, I didn't get introduced to anybody, I didn't know anybody, I just set out and started working in it with Rob Andrews and Anstey and these guys, and then, you know, eight years later, I'm Factory Suzuki in America, but DaCosta's my boss, Yeah. and first day of testing, you're got three Japanese guys and the crew chief and DaCosta looking over your shoulder you can't bullshit that no, you can't wing it no. you can wing it to get there but you're yeah. done at that point you yeah. have to you got to step up at that point quick, yeah. you know and it's what it is I'm hoping to get through the weekend that's what we're trying to do now <laughs> I see you already um, or a better word having a subtle reminder to Mike to just maybe rein her in a little bit on the on the 250 he's just he's giving it a bit too much beans these bikes never got ridden like that yeah back in the day they didn't yeah. get ridden that hard yeah they didn't the guys were much more sympathetic to them and hey uh, if you ask me standing here is that bike going to make tomorrow night I don't think it's going to make it he's really? riding it he's ridden it that, hard, ridden really, it that yeah. hard yeah yeah and I mean it, we can only do we can only put it all brand new yeah and it is a, still a 25-year-old dirt bike. Exactly. It wasn't reliable 25 years ago, no, and no. it's been a field bike for 22 yeah. of those years. It's not like, like you said, you bring spares, but it's not like you're laden down with uh, loads of battery spares in the back of the van there, is We've it? got one bike to rob yeah. bits off, that's exactly. what we got. Yeah. And so yeah. we'll, do, we'll deal with it as we do, you know. It, that race he was jumping out of gear, turns out the splines on the gear shaft are suspect. Ken's in there, they're taking yeah. the top end off Ken's. See that, He's yeah. lost all compression. Yeah. So not surprising. I know it's a nice, sweet 500, but pulling that great big unit around. It is what it is. Yeah, we have to deal with it, and if we can fix it, we'll fix it. Yeah. If we can't, we can't. Yeah. There's only so much we can do. I know you love the challenge, though. 
I'll let you get on with it. Rob's always a pleasure. Thanks, Great to meet you, mate. Good stuff. Cheers, kid. All right, mate. Speak to you soon. Yourself.